we're all intuitive. This isn't some like special gift that only some people were born with, right? This is something that we can all tap into. It's just about giving ourselves that space, that time, that practice. Welcome to Tuning In. I'm your host, Catherine Peloso-Smith, and I'm here to talk all things intuitive wellness, natural nutrition, raising the vibe, and reconnecting to your truest self. I'm a practicing holistic nutritionist and spiritual life coach who has completely transformed from feeling ill and disconnected to now living the healthiest, most vibrant life I could have ever imagined. I truly believe that by tuning into your mind, body, and soul as your magical gateway, you too can achieve higher levels of wellness and start living your most nourished life. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, lovely angels. Welcome back to Tuning In. I am Catherine Peloso-Smith. I am your hostess with the mostest. I am really excited for today's episode. We are going to dive into intuition in a little bit of a different way because I have been... I mean, I've been working with intuition for a really long time now. If you don't know, I do have a free course on how to tap into your intuition to strengthen or accelerate or achieve your wellness goals specifically. So if you're interested in that, head over to my website, www.mindbodyspiritmama.com, and you can access that there. I will link it in the show notes. It's a totally free little mini course. It's a lot of fun on just like how to strengthen your intuition using different things and really to help you achieve your wellness goals. So just a little plug there in case you're interested in that. I love talking about intuition. I mean, this podcast all sort of started around building your ultimate intuitive lifestyle because I think so much like of the time we're, we're looking for the to the outside for answers right? We want to be told what to do and where to go and how to do it and who we should be with and blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, we're just this culture of looking to the outside for everything. We look at what's an example, like, you know, like astrology, we're looking to the stars and the planets. We're looking to teachers. We're looking to coaches and the headlines in the news and the internet, like all these different things that are outside of us for answers, which is fine. You know, it's okay to have a coach and a teacher and a mentor. And, you know, I love astrology. Don't get me wrong. I do. I love human design. I love all of these little pieces to like fit together this puzzle. But at the end of the day, the answers that are going to be the most concrete for you are going to be the ones that resonate the most with you through your intuition, that inner knowing everything is within you. You have the answers. They've always been there. And you have access to that information. We all have access to this information. So just recently, I would say working with clients and 
you know, just strengthening my own (laughs) intuitive powers. It's just really taught me a lot about how intuition works and what we should be focusing on and what we don't necessarily need to focus on and how to access that and all that kind of stuff. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And specifically, I want to talk to you about four myths around being intuitive. So I'm going to cover four really key myths that I hear from my clients, from, you know, the online space, just what's kind of out there in the world around intuition, around being intuitive. And I'm going to debunk these these ideas, okay? Because there's a lot of information out there and I just want to clear it up for you. So that's what we're going to get into. But before I do that, I want to talk a little bit about how you can practice strengthening your intuition, how you can begin to tune in a little bit deeper. And one of the best ways to do this, and I think I was just talking to a client about this recently, is being able to define your yes and your no, and what that feels like in your body, right? Or if you're not like a feely person, maybe you are more visual. What does a no look like? What does a yes look like? You know, maybe you smell things or you hear things, right? What does a yes and no smell like? What does a yes and no sound like? Like get in touch with these different senses or how you, you know, feel, see, hear, whatever that looks like for you around a clear yes and a clear no. And this is something that like I've been working with intuition for a long time now. And I've just recently started to get more clear on what my feeling in my body is when I feel a yes and when I feel a no. And it's very tricky to tell the difference (laughs) for me because both are situated in my gut. And it's kind of like in my, in my stomach, kind of like solar plexus actually area. So when I feel a yes, I get this, like, it's like a feeling in my gut, but it's more of like an excitement kind of feeling. Um, and it feels positive in my body. Yet when I have a no show up in my being, I still feel it in my gut but I also feel it sort of into my heart space and it feels more like anxiety. It feels more like like harder to breathe a little bit, like in my chest. So I don't know if it's as much my heart space or if it's just like my chest, it feels a little tight and my stomach feels tight. So it's it's been a, an interesting journey to be able to distinguish the two of those because they can get a little bit confusing for me, <laughs> to say the least, uh, when things come up and I'm like, is this the direction I should be going or that I want to be going that is best for me? I will, I'll tune in to that feeling in my gut. I'll place my hand on it. I'll meditate in that space in my solar plexus and kind of listen to and feel into the emotions that come up for me. I'm very emotional, um, emotion 
based. So I'm all about the feels. So that's kind of how I work around my yes and my no. I've heard other people have yeses and nos that are visual. They can see things. They'll see like a check mark. They'll see like different colors come up where like one color is a yes and one color is a no. Um, Sometimes their body moves in a different way. There's so many different feelings that you can experience that way. But this is such a great way to start to tune in to that is like listen to your body and see what comes up. You know, ask yourself questions. The next time you're in a situation where you're confronted with a challenge or, you know, a decision that you have to make, just kind of tap into what comes up for you without making that decision right away, you know, kind of feel into what if I said yes to this? Okay. What does that feel like? What if I say no to this? What does that feel like? Or, you know, whatever, however that works for you. But just knowing that everybody's different And it definitely takes time to connect with yourself and your personal intuition to know what resonates best with you. And there's just like, there can be a lot of pressure around intuition and being quote unquote intuitive, right? So tuning in to you, tuning into your higher self, tuning into your different bodies, And following this guidance can be a little bit complicated, but I want to tell you, and I'm here to tell you today that it's not as complicated as it might seem. I feel like we're just making it way more complicated, but we all have this ability and so we can tap into it. So I want to debunk a few things around intuition, being intuitive, and hopefully provide you with a little bit more clarity and hopefully more confidence as you continue to strengthen your own intuition. So let's get into it. Are you ready to take your personal and spiritual practice to the next level? Are you looking to feel more aligned with your purpose and tune in to your intuition? Are you ready to uncover who you actually are on all levels of your being so that you can start manifesting and calling in a higher vibrational life? Yes, then you're not going to want to miss the next self-love activation experience. If you've been feeling lost, not sure what your next step should be, if you've been feeling overwhelmed with life and constantly triggered and feeling frustrated and just low vibe, this is your calling to join a group of like-minded women all on the path to transformational healing, aligning with your soul's true purpose, and raising the vibrational frequency for yourself and the entire world. For more details and how to register, you can click the link in the show notes. The program begins January 2024. I cannot wait to guide your soul on this transformational journey. Here are the four myths about being intuitive. Number one is you have to see stuff. So this is one that's really interesting, like for whatever reason, because, you know, intuition is so closely connected with the third eye chakra, because it's an eye, (laughs) you know, it's that vision, it's that inner seeing, inner knowing, but intuition doesn't always have to be visual. We're not all visual 
people. That's not all of our strengths. Yes, some people see visions. And sometimes, I mean, for me personally, the more that I've worked on my intuition, the more visual I've actually become. The downloads I get are strangely and newly visual for me, but it used to be just a feeling I would get. So that's kind of just started for me as something new, but you don't have to see stuff to be intuitive. You don't have to have visions. You don't have to, you know, see angels or colors or, or whatever come through for you. You can experience your intuition in so many different ways. And I kind of just touched on this a little bit. I kind of gave it away a bit, but there are like eight different kinds of clairs. Okay. So I'm just going to go over them really briefly here. And this is like your ability to tune in. And so there's clairvoyance is number one, which is your clear sense of vision. So it's like that you can see <laughs> things. There's also clairgustance, which is your clear sense of taste. So you're able to like detect things orally as it comes through for you. There's also clairsalience, which is your sense of smell, being able to, you know, detect things through your nose as information. Clairaudience is your hearing ability. There's also claircognizance, which is just your clear sense of knowing, kind of like you're knowing that something's going to happen before it happens. It's like a psychic insight. There's also clairsentience, which is a clear sense of feeling. So really being able to feel into your body as you receive downloads or information. And then there's also, there's clear empathy, which is being able to feel emotions as well as information, typically from others or you're feeling the emotions, you know, directly in the room or like it's not direct from like spirit, it's from other people. And then there's also, well, people or animals or, you know, (laughs) other beings, I guess I should say. Okay, and then lastly is clear tangency, which is your clear sense of touch. So this means you can like feel things through your hands or through other areas of your body. Like you can feel like that physical touch as you receive information. So that just kind of gives you an example of how you don't have to see stuff to be intuitive. There's so many other ways that you can receive information and then you can like feel into or hear or taste or all of those different types of senses to receive information, to receive downloads. Yeah. So it's really exciting. Actually, there's no limitation to being intuitive. So that's number one. Number two, this is the second myth that I've found around being intuitive, is that you have to be gifted or psychic to have intuitive abilities. And again, I did touch on this previously, and I do talk about this a lot, but we're all intuitive. This isn't some like special gift that only some people were bored with, right? This is something that we can all tap into It's just about giving ourselves that space, that time, that practice, and really going there, right? It's like, how do I really understand 
what it feels like to uh, connect with my intuition, connect with my higher self. And that's like a different path for, for everyone. Sometimes you can do this in meditation. Sometimes guided meditations can be really helpful. But just knowing how to go about connecting with your intuition will help you strengthen that. And it's, again, it's different for everybody on how it it works best, but it's not some special, like you have to be a quote unquote psychic to be able to tune in. There are so many blocks actually that come into play for us when we're trying to tune into our intuition. If we are stressed, That's one of the biggest blocks that I see a lot of my clients have. And even for myself, if I'm going through a lot, if I'm really stressed, if my nervous system is in overdrive, if I'm not grounded, it's really hard for me to tap into that. So this is kind of on a side tangent here, but when it comes to getting information or you know, receiving those downloads and knowing what your yes and no's feel like in your body. If you're in a stress state, if you're not grounded, if, you know, you're not in the state to connect, you might not get clear answers. You might get wonky answers. And so I worked a lot in my holistic nutrition practice with women who are trying to regulate their nervous systems and something that I found and they found actually they shared with me is that as soon as they were able to you know balance and regulate their nervous system and manage their stress responses their intuition like skyrocketed it was such a really cool side effect to notice this happened as women were going through my holistic wellness program, the back to your being program. And part of that was like, okay, how do we manage our stress response? And as they were going through those steps and how I explained to them how to do these, you know, nervous system regulation, they were noticing that their dreams were more clear. They were much more calm day to day and they would start to receive downloads as they were connecting with their chakras and the other modules throughout the program and they were like this is amazing I didn't know like all of a sudden I'm getting all these abilities and I'm like actually you've always had that ability you've just been so stressed out to be able to tap in properly and like more efficiently so really cool stuff that can show up but everybody has these abilities. We're all gifted. We're all psychic. It's just like, how, how do you tune in? What works for you? And part of a big reason as to why I started this podcast and called it tuning in is because of this, because we all have these abilities. How do we tune in with our bodies, with our minds, with our souls? You know, how do we do that? And so it's just about finding what works for you and then practicing it giving yourself the time and the space to tune in. So that's number two. Number three, and this one is really interesting because I'll explain in a minute. So (laughs) number three, your intuition is always going to be loud and clear. Now, intuition, it doesn't have to be loud and clear, period. It's actually part of your subtle body. So a lot of the messages and the downloads or the visions that come through for you, the information 
can be quite subtle. It could be like a teeny whisper in your ear. It could be a flash of light. It could be a little tingle on the back of your neck. It does. It's not always something like smacking you right in the face, being like, this is what you need to do. <laughs> it's not always like that. Sometimes it can be, definitely. But most of the time, it's something subtle. And so this is why that practice of tuning in, that practice of going inward, of meditation, of you know, journaling, of spending that sacred time with yourself, with your higher self and connecting is really important. It's so key because this is how you're going to be able to notice these subtle downloads, the subtle information that's trying to come through for you because your intuition is part of your subtle body. So that's just another thing that like, I feel like, and I don't know if this is like the media or where this comes from, but again, people think that you're just supposed to get this like smack in the face, like a car hits you and it's like, hello, here, this is what you're supposed to do. And that means you're intuitive. And it's like, it's not going to be like that all the time. If that happens for you, that's amazing. Not getting hit by a car, but like getting that information loud and clear is so great. And sometimes that happens through dreams and stuff like that, where, you know, there's a lesson in it or something trying to come through for you that's really, that really stands out. Or, you know, maybe you're seeing numbers over and over again that mean something to you. That's pretty in your face. But most of the time, like more often than not, it's going to be something much more subtle than that. So you have to be paying attention. If we're going through life with our eyes closed or with blinders on and we're just stressed all the time or running around with a, you know, like chicken with our head cut off, we're not going to notice those little subtle downloads that are trying to come through for us. So just know <laughs> that it doesn't have to be loud and clear. So practice really tuning in to those quieter moments and see what comes up, what's in those little magical spaces of peace. All right, that's number three. Number four, and this is the last one, and I love this one. <laughs> it's quite controversial, so we're going to talk about it. Number four is... You always have to do what your intuition says. Now I have I have full body chills <laughs> right now. That's a that's like a an indication that I'm like on the right track here. So truth is, you don't have to always listen to your intuition. Now there's so many like quotes out there that's like always listen to your intuition, like do what your intuition says, like always like listen to your gut. And the thing about that is <laughs> it's not realistic at the end of the day, okay? So we are all on our own path. We are on our own journey and we can receive information. We can receive downloads, but it doesn't necessarily mean that we have to act on it, especially right away. Just because, you know, you receive some download that you need to switch jobs and change your career doesn't mean tomorrow you need to wake up and quit your job. Absolutely not. The best thing about having intuition 
is that it gives you information within you. And because you are human, (laughs) you get to take that information and then you can use your other bodies. You can use your mental body. You know, you can use your emotional body and your physical body to assess that information. Yes, I believe that you should trust your intuition. Your intuition is, it's going to give you that highest timeline, that highest path that's in alignment with your highest self. And I believe that it's so key and so important. But as a human, (laughs) Having a human experience, at the end of the day, you always have a choice. You always have a choice. So you can take that information and you can sit with it for as long as you want to and see what comes up for you. Maybe you want to make a change. Maybe you want to act on that information. Maybe there's a decision that you want to make. But maybe it's a really freaking major decision and you want some time to think about it. (laughs) You know, maybe you also, you know, you have that information, that intuitive guidance, but you also want to be like realistic about it too. (laughs) For instance, I had a client that was getting a lot of information uh, coming through in dreams and downloads around her relationship. And, you know, she wasn't married. She didn't have kids or anything like that. She was just in a very long-term committed relationship. And the information that she was getting was to leave this relationship, that it's not in her highest and best good, that her growth could be so much more if she wasn't with this person anymore, that she needed to be on her own. And she kept on getting this information. Her her intuition was very strong. And she was like, Catherine, I'm getting this information. I'm getting these feelings. It's coming through, you know, on and off for the past like few months. And I just don't feel like I'm ready to act on it yet or that I'm ready to do anything about that information. I really love this person. And yes, we have some issues, but I really want to try to make it work. You know, we have a long history and there's like so many other things that come into play. And for me, it was like, (laughs) totally like do what you want at the end of the day. But know at the same time that your intuition is telling you what would be in your highest and best good. That doesn't mean that staying with this person isn't like a close second, (laughs) right? So yes, listen to your intuition, gather that information, but that doesn't mean that today is the day that you need to leave that person. It doesn't mean that you have to make any decisions right here and right now, you can assess the situation and you can take it in your own time. That doesn't mean that you won't ever listen to your intuition, right? Like you can definitely make that decision down the line, but really you don't have to do what your intuition says. And sometimes 
you know, people get really hung up on having to do it right away and listen. And it's like, oh my gut, I feel it in my gut. There are some side effects of not listening to your intuition. There are. And, you know, that's feelings of misalignment, right? Like if you're not in alignment with your highest self, you might start to feel side effects from that. You might feel more unhappy. You might feel more irritable. You might feel like things just aren't right. And that's when you just have to ask yourself what feels more uncomfortable in this moment right now, this misalignment or making this major decision to change or to follow my intuition. Because sometimes the guidance that our intuition is giving us is freaking scary. It's like making a change that you don't want to make, right? At the end of the day, it seems like it's the harder choice sometimes. So you just have to ask yourself, what feels worse? What is the bigger challenge at at the end of all of it? Is it the discomfort you're going to feel initially from making a change or is it living with that discomfort of living out of alignment with your higher self and highest path so you don't always have to do what your intuition says because ultimately you always have a choice you always have that choice it's just what is the choice that you want to make All right, those are the four myths that I have found around being intuitive or, you know, around intuition in general. So let me know what you think about those. How do those resonate with you? Have you ever experienced any of those myths? Have these been blocks for you as to why you don't want to tap into your intuition or why you haven't tapped into your intuition. I would love to hear your personal experience, what's been going on for you around your intuitive powers and what that looks like for you. What type of Claire are you? Share that with me. I would love to know, do you see things? Do you hear things? Do you smell things? Do you feel emotions? I think it's so cool that everybody is so different and everyone has their own like strengths. So please share that with me. I really, really want to know what your strength is. All right. That is all for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please rate and review. It really does help me on Apple podcasts. It's like, it makes all the difference in getting this out there to more people and helping me spread the news. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so, so, so grateful. Every time you guys send me a message or tell me that you love an episode, it really just like lights me up. I just am so grateful that I get to share what I love with you and that you guys resonate with it. It just means the world to me. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't forget to love yourself today and always the most important thing in this world is self-love, I believe. So don't forget to love yourself and have yourself just the most beautiful rest of your day. Take care, bye. Wait, 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 wait. Before you go, do you like journaling? Do you like raising your vibration? Perfect. Then I have 
the thing for you. This is my high vibe journaling workbook on exactly how to journal in a way that helps you to raise your vibration and help you to manifest everything you desire in your life. There are three very specific steps to this type of journaling that I guarantee you will start your day off or finish your day off perfectly in a way that you feel motivated, high vibrational, and ready to take on life. If you want a free copy of this high vibe journaling workbook on exactly how to do this type of journaling, you can click the show notes for a link right there to access your very free copy today. Do not miss out on this. I swear it will change your life. You're welcome.